Welcome to the True Identity Podcast, where we will discuss topics related to your physical, mental, and spiritual health. I'm your host, Nikki Romani. As a certified life coach and athletic trainer, I am passionate about helping individuals discover their true potential, becoming their authentic self, all the while enjoying life in the process. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. As an athlete or just an active person in general, I like to challenge myself and try new things. And today I want to talk to you about training, whether it's training for a triathlon, another race, a hike. I want to give you some steps that will help you feel more prepared. I felt the most prepared when I hiked Mount Whitney a few years ago, and this is because I did research, I spoke to people who had done it before, I did training hikes, cross training, elevation training, and while I was on the hike, it was hard, but I felt good, I felt prepared, and this only comes with training physically and mentally, and even some emotional training as well. So I want to talk to you about some of the things you can do to train for a physical challenge. I'm going to talk specifically about training for a triathlon because I'm competing in a triathlon this week. I'm doing the June Lake Triathlon in the High Sierras. So here we go. I want to give you five steps. And the first one is first and foremost, put the race or the hike or the event on your calendar. Once you sign up for something, you are more inclined to do it. And this is a commitment to yourself. So whether it's a race such as a triathlon, or if you're doing a hike with friends, you've got to put it on the calendar or it's never going to happen. I want to talk more specifically on this part because if you don't stop thinking about it, you won't ever, it'll never happen. So stop thinking and just do it. So sign up, mark it on your calendar, get the permits that you need to get, do whatever you need to commit yourself to this specific experience or this event and bring friends in. I found that my friends were more likely to join if I jumped on board and committed myself. Of course, I talked with them about it first and put that bug in their ear, but there comes a time when you just have to do it. You just have to sign up. And this happened with me getting permits for Mount Whitney and also committing to this triathlon. I got the permits and told whoever wanted to come could come. We had some available. And worst comes to worst, if you aren't able to find someone, you just sell the tickets because people will want to get permits because they're hard to come by. I struggled with getting a certain amount. Like I didn't know how many to get. And then I was just like, I'm just going to get 10. Yes, I got 10 permits for Mount Whitney. And then I ended up, some people weren't able to come, but they ended up buying the tickets anyway because we had talked about it. So it ended up working out. But anyway, all that to say is commit and just buy. And also for this triathlon, I just signed up and I told my friends when I signed up that it was happening. And that's when they took me a little bit more seriously. (laughs) So the second step is once you've signed up, give yourself at least three months to train. So I signed up for this specific race 
six months prior, but I started specifically try training three months out. I have been strength training on the regular, which I have found helps a lot, but I start doing the more specific running and biking and swimming about three months out and on different days. And then once it gets closer, I kind of combined as someone once told me it's like brick workouts or stacking bricks. So first I would just do pick a day to do a run. And then I like to do strength training on the opposite days. So if I'm going to run on a Monday or do strength training. So for example, Monday, I would strength train Tuesday, run Wednesday, strength train Thursday, go for a run or bike Friday, swim, and then do like a more of a longer ride or a run on Saturday and take Sunday off. Pick a day that you want to take off because your body needs the rest. So then when I talk about stacking your workouts or brick workouts, I mean you will bike and then right after that you will run. So for example, I just wanted to work on that transition and so I rode about 16 to 18 miles on my bike and then as soon as I got off my bike, changed my shoes and I ran a few miles. It doesn't have to be a lot, but just to get the feel of what it feels like to get off from your bike to your run. Because as you know, the triathlon is a swim, bike, and then run. The third step is drink a ton of water and get really good quality sleep. It's important to not overtrain and to fuel your fuel your body what it needs. And in order to do that, a part of it is you need to drink lots of water and sleep. And sleeping is a huge part of training. So maybe you need to skip a day of training in order to get enough sleep. That's okay. This is actually very smart. Especially the week of the race, you need to get really good sleep, at least seven to nine hours of sleep each night. If you can do that throughout or just in life in general, that is awesome. And with water, doing drinking more than half your body weight in ounces is ideal, especially with training and physical activity. On the regular, you should be drinking at least half of your body weight in ounces. But with extra training and with something coming up like a race, you should add more water. So I'm in the stage right now of I'm at the week of the race and I know I need to feel my body what it needs and I'm constantly drinking water. So a good way to indicate if you are hydrated is the color of your pee and how often you go. So you will know that you are drinking a lot of water if your urine is clear or if it's like a very pale yellow. You are on the right track. If it's dark, you need to drink water right now. (laughs) But this is a great indicator on whether or not you are hydrating yourself and the frequency of your pee. If you have to go to the bathroom a lot, that's also a good indicator that you are drinking a lot of water. Number four, the week of modify your workouts. So like I said, this is the week I'm in 
And if I'm running, swimming, or riding, it's really light. It's not too difficult. I'm using my body weight or lifting light weights. And I want to move my body each day. However, I don't want to push myself like I normally do to the point where I'm sore and tired come race day. And these are things all the things that I know, but I asked my friend Julie for week of advice. And this is what she told me. What I just said, this is exactly what she told me. And I told her that I knew this, but I needed to hear it from someone else. So thank you, Julie, for the advice. It was very, very helpful. Number five, have fun. I am so excited for this race and I'm so glad I have friends doing it with me and we are making a trip out of it and we're going up to the mountains and we're going to enjoy getting out of the city and I'm just really, really excited. And for, you know, those of you who are crazy enough, we are doing a snowboarding day the day after the race, because Mammoth Mountain is still open. Isn't that crazy? It's July and there's still snow and the mountain is still open. So after race day, we are doing a ski day. How awesome is that? However, that has nothing to do with training. That's just a throw in because, you know, why not? I want to encourage you, if this is something that you have been thinking about doing, whether it's a triathlon, whether it's another kind of race or a hike of some kind, again, put it on your calendar and commit to yourself to doing it because that's the only way it's going to happen. And if you want something to happen, you must take action. You can't wait for someone else to do it. Once you step out, others will join. And even if even if they don't, you're doing this for yourself And it's going to be a huge accomplishment. I know each time I have stepped out to do something like a triathlon or a hike or some kind of race, the training part was actually a lot of the growing and it's quite a journey. But once I accomplished that race, I was so glad I did it. And just looking back on where I started and then what I was able to accomplish with my preparation, it's incredible. And you will be so proud of yourself. So I would just want to encourage you to step out and take action and do the thing that you've been talking about doing or thinking about doing. Stop thinking about it and just do it. This episode is brought to you by The Comeback, Mindset Shift After Injury. If you are an injured athlete and have trouble sleeping because your mind is racing a mile a minute, if you are worried about what's next because you have put so much of who you are into the sport you play, and now that you're injured, you don't know if you'd be able to play again, I have something for you. It's a series of writing prompts and videos to help you work through your thoughts and feelings during this process. There is also an opportunity to be a part of a community of people just like you at the end of the course. I've been through this and I wish I was surrounded with people who were in a similar situation that could encourage and understand the pain I was going through both physically and mentally. Make sure to go to nikkiromani.com slash the comeback to join the community. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, your true identity is not what you do, but who you are. And you are awesome.